How about now? There we go. I thought I pressed it long enough. All right. So we're at that time of the year. A time to reflect. A time to look back and to ask those who we have offended this year for forgiveness. That does not mean you just go on Facebook and say, if I've, forgiven, if I've offended you, I'm sorry. That does not cut it. We have too, many, too, too easy of a way, but you're to personally go before so that we can personally go before the King of kings and Lord of lords. We can't send God a text. We can't ask him to be friends on Facebook. But we need to be able to stand before him in his presence. This time is a time of sealing. What does it mean to seal? You know, how many of y'all have put sealant on your deck, right? It's to stop the outside to come in. It locks you in. It keeps you safe. It gives us a time of understanding. We want to be not only inscribed in the book of life for another year, a book of health and happiness, who will live, who will die, but most importantly, it's to be sealed in the Lamb's book of life. That Lamb's book of life is the book that Messiah holds. On that book, and it's not a tablet, it's not an iPad or an Apple, right? It's a book, it's a scroll. And it has those listed who have received Yeshua as their Messiah. See, it's a simple way to get on there. But it's that it? Is that all I have to do? I can say, yes, I believe, and then go back to my old ways. doesn't cut it that way, does it? You know, there's a big debate, depending on how you were raised, especially if you were raised at the church, you know, once saved, always saved. And I always like to ask them, so what happens to a person who gets saved and then they go out and kill a whole bunch of people? And their response will always be, oh, well, they truly weren't saved. Well, but we're not able to judge that. It's not for us to do. See, I believe that you can fall from grace. Your name can be taken off that book. But if you truly love the Lord, all you have to do is ask. And he can add you back on. But you've got to make those changes. You've got to seal out the old and keep in the new. That's what it means to be sealed. It means to be preserved. You know, when you put that sealant on that wood, what happens? It will stay good longer. It won't rot. It won't fall apart. Because there's that protection that's there. And that's what it means to be inscribed, to be sealed. This year has been one of the most interesting years I think anyone has ever gone through. 
We have seen things happen that just don't make sense. But the book tells us that in the end days, it's going to get funky. It's going to get weird out there. Things are going to happen that have never happened before that we can't explain. But when we know that we're sealed, we know that we have that protection of God around us. That's what keeps us moving forward. One of the words that the Lord keeps giving me for this time is, No weapon formed against us shall prosper, says the Lord. God has been faithful to us, and we need to be faithful to Him. We need to keep that attitude, that understanding that God knows what's going on. He didn't wake up this morning and go, What's happening? What did I miss? Was I not watching the news? No, our God is all-knowing. And he set us for a time such as this. That through these hard times that we can show the world that God is in control. That's what he's calling us to do. We need to accept that seal. This is a very special time for me as this was the day that I got sealed. The day that we came into the synagogue, we were on Jewish standard time, which means we were running a little late. I remember we had to sit, they didn't have, they had extra chairs out like we normally do for the high holy days. And we had to sit in metal chairs. Remember those old metal chairs, folding chairs? We're in the very back row. And God had already been revealing to me the truth. And it was that time that he spoke to me. First, the devil spoke to me. See, the devil doesn't like us when we get sealed. Because then he can't get to us. And the devil, when the rabbi gave that altar call, he said, well, you don't need this. This isn't for you. You're Jewish. You'll be saved. Don't worry about it. And then I heard that still small voice say, I've shown you your signs. Now believe in me. See, it was a task I had to take. It was a step of faith. You know, being raised in a Jewish community, we were always told that that Messiah guy was for the Christians. That he wasn't for us. You know, we had our ways, the Jewish way, and the church had their way. Goes back to our feast. You know, the church had the Easter egg and the Easter bunny. We had matzah. Okay, they beat us on that one. They had two versions of the Easter bunny too, filled and hollow. 
I thought that had something to do with the cross. Sometimes you see him with a body on, sometimes you didn't. But we were always told that neither the two shall meet. But in reality, the two were one. Because the Messiah, the promise of Messiah, wasn't a Christian thing. It was from the Torah. See, I came to know the Messiah. I was sealed by the blood without reading the New Testament. Because everything that had to happen was in the Torah. How he was to die. Isaiah 53. The words were there. It was what I had to do is to take that and to give it to myself. I remember raising my hand to say that prayer for the first time. My brothers and their family were there at the time. It was the only time I ever saw Jay speechless. That was a, that, that's a task. Judy said, why couldn't have you told me I would have worn waterproof men's mascara? But God even started dealing with me right then and there. As I was walking down the aisle, God said, I knew the number of hairs on your head before you were born. My views of life were starting to change right then and there. He made me a new creature. And that's what he's given for all of us. 